I think I agree, right? The, uh, so amazing that we get a chance to pray for these countries. And I, and I know Brussels especially had um, praying for Belgium, but Brussels, they had that terrorist attack. I don't remember quite when, but I remember it was a pretty major one. I think it was the airport. Um, but, yeah, the devil's not sleeping for that country, that's for sure. And Jim was talking about, um, you know, praying for this country. wanted to spend a little bit of time um, and talk about a, a something with this country, and, and, and that's the celebration of Halloween. Now, it's like a, again, it's like every, we've all heard Halloween. We've, you know, we've been people from Slavic backgrounds, some sort of Slavic background. I feel like everybody's heard at some point from either their parents, pastors, others, they've heard about it, right? Halloween. And they're like, they understand it's, a, it's bad. It's, uh, there's evil spirits and all that. Um, but I actually, you know, I had a few encounters during the last couple of weeks, and I, and I uh, felt it on my heart to talk about it in my boys' group. And, uh, and I texted the parents, too, and I got a, and most of them responded and said, yeah, you know, please talk about it. And then um, and Dima actually ta- asked me yesterday, and I, I said, hey, yeah, I, you know, I, I've got a small um, you know, message to share, so to, so to speak. Um, we might know a lot about it, but I, I want us to be more informed. Um, so before we start, I just wanted to, to pray quickly. Lord, we thank you, Jesus, that we have this opportunity, Lord, to gather here together and to hear from you, Lord. Lord, and may, may the small message, Lord, may it not be from me, but Lord, may it be from you, Jesus. And may we hear from you, God. And Lord, this is not just for people to hear. This is for me to hear as well, God. We all need this. We all need your truth, God. And we don't want to compromise with this world. We don't want to compromise with our society, with America. But Jesus, we pray, God, for your revelation. And your revelation is only found through your spirit, in the word, Lord, through you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. So everybody's seen all the decorations as we walk through every one of the stores, right? It's, it's, it's everywhere. And I wanted to just talk about what this means for us Christians, right? In this, in this kind of a, um, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't necessarily say um, it's a one-time thing. It's just October 31st, right? No, it's like a, this month, so to speak, this October, kind of opens up your eyes for the rest, for the whole year, right? It's like Satan kind of shows his face, like, realistically, like he full-fledged shows himself, right? He's, he's in stores, you know, decorations, you go through neighborhoods, there's tombstones, all, all sorts of decorations, right? And kids, oh, cute little costumes and trick-or-treat and, you know, smell my feet and whatever they say, and they walk around and, and uh, you know, it's all cute and funny and, and you know, I really thought about it. I, it scared me because I, I ran into a few, I'll, I'll tell you guys a few stories later on, um, but I wanted to dig deeper. I wanted to find out what, you know, what are the origins, right? It seems like whenever you talk to somebody, you tell them, hey, I, and this is myself included. It's like, yeah, I don't celebrate Halloween. But I thought about it. I'm like, am I compromising by saying, oh, I don't celebrate Halloween, but not explaining? Uh, when people, I'm sure everybody runs into situations where everybody, where people will tell you their plans will say, you know, Hey, we're gonna have a, a Halloween party. We're we're gonna do this. Uh, we're just gonna do trick or treating, this and that. And you know, before I re- before God really showed it to me before this year, I think I look back and I'm like, wow, that, what an opportunity we miss when we say, hey, we don't celebrate, and then we you know we kind of go like this and say, yeah, I'm not gonna look and see what's going on. I'm not gonna inform them, right? And I just feel that's so wrong. That's our opportunity. 
Um, so I wanted to look into the history. So again, I'm not a history teacher. I'm not here to teach you a Halloween lesson. Um, I just I just did some research. I read a lot of historical backgrounds. I looked on both sides. I saw the bio, you know uh, Christian articles and Christian pastors, and then I looked on the on the secular side where it just talked about history. And I was like, this is some amazing parallel, not in a good sense, but um, you guys will see here shortly. So. Again, this is going to be a few minutes. Sorry if I'm, if I'm boring about this, but this is, I think this is essential. We need to be informed, right? Not a history lesson, but we need to be informed. You know, when people when we say, hey, we don't celebrate Halloween, I've heard, well, why not? Is it like, is it the devil's day? Is it a pagan holiday? Well, technically so is Christmas. And, and you get into this thing and it's like, oh, I can't, how do I defend this, right? How do I defend this? So it's, it's, a, it's a, a little bit of apologetics, right? It's a little bit of you know, knowing what you believe in. I believe in Jesus. What, what has he done for you, though? What, what can you explain to someone who, who is genuinely interested? So the origins of Halloween, uh, it dates back to ancient Celtic festival. It's called, it's, it's pronounced Sowen, even though it's spelled way differently. Uh, but the Celtics 2,000 years ago lived in an area that's known as, as uh, Ireland. And the United Kingdom and northern France. France is actually right next to Belgium, so that I think it's a little east, um, but it's in that area of, of where Belgium, where we're praying for today. Um, so, just to read about what this festival came about, it was when people would would light bonfires and wear costumes to ward off ghosts. It was in the I believe it's Druidic belief that during the night of November first. Demons, witches, and evil spirits freely roam earth with joy to grieve or to greet the arrival of their season, season, so they call it. And long nights, early dark of an anticipation of winter months. The demons had their fun with poor mortals that night, frightening, harming, and even playing all kinds of mean tricks on them. I was reading it about it. I was like, what, what, do you, what does that mean? You know, the people that were, I would say, smarter and understood that People are frightened because of their unfortunate stupidity at times. And people would actually dress up in masks, go around, you know, hurting and killing people and, and using this opportunity. But people were like, were frightened because they truly believe these things. And so it was, it was a fear. It was a sense of fear. And to ward off these, these um, so-called demon, demons and spirits, you would dress up in masks, right, which people celebrate now. You know, you, you look around, I mean, it's, it's literally the Satan showing his face, right? In order to escape this, these things, human would disguise himself and roam around in masks. Also, they would recognize that with the trick um, by, by having treats and giving out, performing tricks or giving out treats. As we see, right, just falsehood, just, just customs that frighten, and, and, and it's like Jesus brings life. Jesus brings peace good versus evil so if jesus is bringing life why are we celebrating death right it's like it's a controversy to controversy and you see that controversy in the eighth century pope gregory the third he designated that time as to honor all saints and incorporated some of the traditions so he didn't just say it's going to be an old day saint thing he incorporated um the tradition of sowing and the evening before it was called all hallows eve which becomes halloween Practice that idea, and that idea, the, the Day of the Dead, where actually when we're going to Mexico, I think one of the days is, is celebrating the, the Day of the Dead. I actually, had a, I actually have a Catholic uh, friend, and he, told, he keeps telling me about this, but I'm like, I, I'm like why, did I, why do I not even research it? Why do I not even look into it? And it's, it's creepy. 
It really is. It's like we need to be informed, not to where we're caught off guard in situations when we have the opportunity to tell them, hey, look, no, this is, this is, you don't play with this stuff. This is evil spirits. This is the devil trying to creep into your heart. And before you know it, you're, you're cold and you're still, right? And you don't know what to do. So what happened um, was they, they brought that mixture in. They compromised and, uh, and started and mixing in Catholicism with, or, yeah, Catholicism with this pagan worship. And in fact, um, while well, I was reading a little bit about the story of Catholicism, like the background of it, um, Constantine was the guy that was, um, what they would say, someone who brought and created that Roman Catholic uh, tradition back in uh, AD thir- uh, 313. So what happened was he was a politician, a very good one. He was losing the Christian crowd and he was losing the pagan crowd. So what do you do? You mix them. And it's like, you look at it, it's like all throughout history, the mixture that creeps in. And we're looking at it right now here in America. What's going on and around the world? Mixture, right? It's all right that you're a Christian, but add this to the, your pile. It's okay that you're a pagan worship. You're still saved because here we'll give you some Christian beliefs. And that's exactly what was going on, which came about Halloween, right? For going further on, so after, after um, so I read the part about just a small background of it. What was incredible, though, to me was going back to the 5th century. This is a secular view. This is just historical backgrounds. In the 5th century, when St. Patrick and other Christian missionaries arrived in the area, the population began to come to Christ and convert to Christianity. The holiday began to lose its popularity. I read that. I don't know. Again, I haven't done enough research about St. Patrick's. I know that, too, is a... A weird holiday. It's now St. Patrick's Day, and everybody wears green. And if you don't, you get like smacked in the face. So it's again, it's 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 a mixture of everything. But to me, it's like you 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 realize as a Christian, you look at these things. You have you have uh, Halloween. You have all these things that people practice and talk about. And then you have and then you have the side of of do I walk faith? Do I walk according to God? Do I walk faithfully in front of God? stirring away from evil, right? We're going to get into scripture here. I just wanted to give you guys a quick historical background, but you see the you see the difference. You know, we have so many Christians that still debate that. It's it's fine if kids go trick or treating and all of that and it's like just look at the origins. Why in the 5th century did this completely go away? Cuz I, you know, I don't know, I haven't I didn't read the whole thing and maybe there wasn't enough information, but if I were to guess, I'm guessing the the fear of God came on people, not the fear of this world and demons and spirits, but reverent fear of the Lord, right? Understanding that God, that you don't mess, you don't mess with God. You don't mess, you don't worship God and you don't worship different spirits. Um, wanted to, and then we'll, last historical fact, and then we'll get into the word of God. Again, I, I don't want to sit, stand here and, and not go to the word of God because there's so much in the word of God about against this. Uh, but one last mention before I get into the word of God is uh, is how it flooded here into America. Here's another interesting thing. So Halloween was limited in New England, and it was limited here in America because of rigid Protestant belief systems. Christians understood that this practice was unpure and unholy. <clears throat> Again, why does history, why, why does history start off with practice of it? Missionary revival, you go away from it, and then it returns. It's it's a it's a trade off, right? It keeps it, it revival comes, it stops, and then it continues. 
right? As soon as, as, soon as people lose that fear of God, they, they, turn, they turn to evil, they turn to sin, the same thing repeats itself. I wanted to, uh, so basically here, in, long to end historical facts, um, America starts celebrating this with uh, millions of Irish people uh, fleeing what's, what's called the Irish potato f- uh, famine uh, and came and, and, and uh, brought this here and kind of solidified it. Um, what I wanted to get into, um, let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 18. This is where it's like, this is the real history. This is like, you can, you can have these eyewitness reports, you can, you know, have a wonderful article you write about, but what does God say about this? You know, is it something I'm just standing here and just, you know, telling you as a nice presentation? No, what does God say? Deuteronomy chapter 18, I'm going to read 9 to 13. I, I chose to read this in uh, NLT because I think it speaks pre- in pretty good words to the whole audience, to all of us, right? Um, verse number nine, Deuteronomy 18.9. When you enter the land the Lord your God is giving you, be very careful not to imitate the detestable customs of the nations living there. For example, never sacrifice your son or daughter as a burnt offering. I mean, I think we hear about the, the burnt offering. It, I mean... We already know what disgust that is in, in front of the eyes of God. But it's like even our society recognizes that. Unfortunately, in places like India and African nations, they still do it to this day. Um, but God, it's, a, it's a disgust in the eyes of the Lord. And we'll keep reading. And do not let your people practice fortune telling or use sorcery or interpret omens or engage in witchcraft or cast spells or function as medium, mediums or psychics or call forth the spirits of dead. Anyone who does these things is detestable to the Lord. It is because the other nations have done these detestable things that the Lord your God will drive them out ahead of you. But you must be blameless before, your, before the Lord your God. And then I looked up, and I was looking different definitions of detest, what detestable, right? Practice are detestable to God, meaning deserving intense dislike. Not just God not enjoying it, not agreeing with it. It's intense displeasure to him. Hatred. In the New King James Version, it says abomination. Amplified Version says repulsive. That term means distaste and disgust. So it's not, it's not just him not liking it. It's him spitting it out of his mouth, right? Disgust. It's like, I mean, this is kind of nasty, but someone pukes around you, right? And you smell it. I don't know about you guys, but I, I want to do the same thing, right? It's disgusting, and I, that's, the, that's what I thought about these, this, this mixture, right, of, of, um, of these things that we play around with. Why, 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 uh, why that brought my attention was just because I've been hearing a lot about a lot of, you probably, I'm not going to name names or pastors or anything, a lot of, at, a lot of churches with uh, trunk or treating. You guys have probably heard that. So I'm like, what, what is trunk or treating? I've heard about it. I'm like, whatever. This time I'm like, okay, it's not whatever. Let me look into it. So it's a safe trick-or-treating place. So the people come with their cars in a parking lot. They open their trunks. They can give you either candy or a trick. I'm like, how is that not celebrating Halloween? I mean, why do you have to trunk or treat? I mean, come on, it's ridiculous. It's, it's, it doesn't make any sense. Second Chronicles 33. You just When I was reading these things, I, I, like I said, I, I, I could have spent a whole day just reading about this in, in just 
how maybe some of our the generation, like our parents, they understood it, right? Like the what you would call the, the generation that migrated here and us as the first generation or maybe even the second generation, how these things were, we, we, we're surprised by these because we never, we never dig into it. We never think about it. But it is filth in the eyes of the Lord and there's repercussions. Second Chronicles chapter 33, verse 6. Manasseh also, I believe that's what you say it, also sacrificed, who, sacrificed his sons in the fire in the valley of Ben-Honam. He practiced sorcery, divination, and witchcraft, and he consulted with mediums and psychics. He did much that was evil in the Lord's sight, arousing his anger. Again, same pattern, arising God's anger. Um, I'm going to quickly just go through some of these. We won't, um, I won't have you turn to them because there's a few more. Um, 2 Kings 17, 17, it says, They sacrificed their own sons and daughters in fire and consulted fortune tellers and practiced sorcery and sold themselves to evil, once again, arousing the Lord's anger. Acts 8, 9 through 25 talks about Simon who practiced uh, sorcery and he amazed all of Samaria with his, with his magic. But what happens in the end, he sees the true, the true uh, miracles of God, right? And, he, and he's, he, he believes, which is incredible at that point. But Bible speaks out about the spiritual world, how it's real, right? Demons are real and they possess. And, you know, looking at, again, maybe some of you might not be of age to look at this. And neither do we need to dive into it, but just listen to some of the testimonies of these people. And they all point to Halloween is one of the more central celebrations for witches, I mean, it's, it's, it's explicit. It's not hidden somewhere. It's, oh, we think Halloween is right. We don't think it's right. It's, it's I mean, it's, it's like written on the wall. It literally in big letters, right? First uh, Th- uh, Thessalonians 5.22, reject every kind of evil. Acts 19.19 19 talks about practice of sorcery in tons more places. But what I want to get through is we, we, we're talking here is my next point is do we compromise when we, hear, when we tell, when people talk to us about Halloween, do we compromise? Do we say, yeah, it's a bad holiday, you shouldn't celebrate it, um, and they continue like, yeah, 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 well, maybe you don't believe it, but hey, this is what I'm going to do today. This is what my kids are going to do. And that really, it's really bothering. I had, um, I went to lunch with my manager and um, a lady that had come from a factory that we, that we sell, uh, sell from. And, and we went to lunch, just, just nothing extraordinary. And they said, oh, man, congratulations about your kid, all that. Can't wait for your wife to dress him up in a nice baby Halloween costume. And I'm like, I just, you know, it made me shiver a little bit because I'm like, I'm disgusted by the thought of even Asya, like putting on a baby costume on someone. I'm like, I'm like I wanted to just throw down that plate, but I'm like, okay, I'm not going to act in rage. And, uh, and, I, and I said, and in that moment, like, I had so many things circling in, but I said, okay, I'm going to, I'm like, I don't celebrate Halloween. And they're both like, they're taken back. And what's funny is they're both like, yeah, yeah, it's, it, it is pretty bad. Yeah, it is pretty evil. I'm like, wow. People, people in the world understand that it's like, it's evil. People that aren't saved understand it's like, oh, yeah, it's a pretty evil thing. And yet we hear in Christianity and circles that, it's, it's okay. I mean, don't do too much of it. Just, you know, just a little bit of it. Had another story. 
Um, this I'm going to read. Um, I'm going to read Psalm 19, 119. Again, NLT uh, version says, Joyful are those who obey his laws and search for him with all their hearts. They do not compromise with evil, and they walk only in his paths. You have charges to keep your commandments carefully. And then I want to talk about another story about a, a dental assistant that was fixing my teeth and, and literally devils using tools against me to talk. I couldn't say anything back. First uh, Peter 3.15 But in your hearts, honor Christ the Lord as holy, always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason, for the hope that is in you, yet do it with gentleness and respect. Gentleness and respect when she's got like three tools in my mouth and she's talking about how she's a Catholic Buddhist. It was pretty hard. Um, but what was crazy was she was, she said, hey, I, uh, she's like, yeah, my daughter is, is going to, you know, she's telling me these random things. At first, I don't remember what she said, but she's like, yeah, my daughter, she does acupuncture. And then this is, again, this is another thing that, you know, might be something that people might try, but it's, I think they stick needles into you. I mean, it's already kind of bizarre, to be honest with you. I, I wouldn't want needles in my back, even though my, you know, whatever. But uh, she's saying, yeah, she wants to practice. Um, um, I know in, in Russian, shaman, like shaman, shaman. And so I'm thinking to myself, while wow, she's got, you know, my mouth is literally shut. So she's like, what she wants to do, she wants to fight off these spirits. I'm thinking, so she's going to catch a demon in these classes. So when the demon is attacking through these acupuncture patients, it, she's fine because she already has a demon in her. You know, just complete, doesn't make any sense. And so... I tell her, I said, well, you know, when my mouth is finally open, and, and I was like, well, hold, hold on a minute, like, like, you know, you're a Catholic Buddhist, Do you, have you read the Bible before? Oh, yeah, 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 I've read the Bible, and, and think positive, everything, and that's what's unfortunate, again, I'm not trying to jump topics, but with Buddhist people, they're accepting of everything and everyone, so, so it was a little bit harder to talk with her, but I said, okay, I can't, like, I'm, I'm mad, and, uh, I'm like, well, first of all, you know, those are some evil and spooky things, and, and those are evil things that God speaks about in the Bible. Have you read the Bible? And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I understand it. You know, I understand it's bad and, and all this, but she's supposed to, you know, fight off that spirit. And I said, okay, I was like, okay, God, like, help me right now because I don't want to be heated and be yelling at her. Um, we got to talking, though, a little bit. I said, well, you know, understand Jesus Christ is the only way and the truth. He is the only light. You cannot... Go to these detestable things to fight off demons. If you're a Catholic and you remember and you said that you went and you remember what a good time you had there with you know, the presence of God or the Holy Spirit, why would you turn to something like this? I said, why would you, do, why would you take an a incorruptible God and turn to corruptible men? It doesn't, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't add up here. And so I had, a, I had a moment to testify to her. She, she freaked, you know, freaked out. I, sorry if I, that's a, she freaked out. She like, she took me to the front of the, where I had to pay, and she was gone. And she closed the door. So, um, but I prayed for her. And I, again, you know, just learning that gentleness and, and respect. Again, I'm not saying it that I'm, Mr. Give me like an, an award for what I did. And trust me, there are so many times I missed those opportunities. But I think, if we're Christians and God tells us, 
Have no fellowship with unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. God says, make a defense. Be prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for hope that is in you. Yet do it with gentleness and respect. That's the hardest part to do. Because it's like we might know all these things, but you have to approach it from a part where now you're standing, you're in that person's shoe. They're just blinded. Unfortunately, they're blinded. They don't know better, right? It could be, it could be some, of you, some of you guys or girls that are younger, and people are telling you, hey, I've got all these Halloween, all these Halloween things. Honestly, to some of you, it might be that first step and say, hey, I don't celebrate it. Maybe you've said, maybe before you haven't said anything, maybe you've, you've stepped back and said, you know, just kind of nodded. You know, sometimes being quiet. And sometimes to me, it's scary to just be quiet. You know, being quiet. You're agreeing. They're telling you all these things are playing around you, all around you, jumping on your head, and you're just, I'm not going to say anything. You know, there's a time and place to be quiet, especially when you're trying to be gentle and respectful. But I think that when people are trying to do these circles around you, you've got to step up and say, God, you know, I believe in, in God. I believe in Jesus Christ. He tells me about light, not darkness. And I don't agree with this. I'm not going to compromise. So I, I just... Again, I, I didn't have much more to say to add to that. I just wanted to quickly read a few more. Um, I had a few more thoughts, and then I wanted to read First um, John 2.15. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. I understand we don't love this world. We don't love Halloween and celebrate it, but I think... If you love God so much and you don't have anything to, to, if you don't have anything to prove, if people are going to laugh at you, right? You don't hold things dearly to your heart. You have to say something, right? Out of love, out of respect for these people. I think that, you know, we talk about Halloween and evil spirits and ghosts and all that. It's like, it's okay, common sense. But sometimes I've even thought about that. The, when I was really heavy into to, um, rap, I'll get, before I get into rap, we know heavy metal, rock, all those kind of, you know, cra- it's crazy. They're screaming with masks on. It's obvious. But rap, too. Um, I know there's a, a, a few darker, secular rappers that I used to love and, and listen to. And then I went back, and then you listen to the lyrics, and they said, you know, selling my soul to the devil. I am doing all the, and they're talking about sorcery, witchcraft. And you realize these are the things, they've got a good beat to them. Uh, it's not too bad. He doesn't have too many cuss words, and the compromise settles, and the comprom- compromise starts in our hearts, right? Again, I'm not here to teach you guys a, a lesson. I'm, I'm, this is for me as well. But I'm just saying we can't be quiet anymore against Halloween and the things of this world, right? We can't just accept every music that's out there. We can't accept movies that are out there, right? I mean, believe me, I want to I watch movies, but... I'm telling you, when I, when I start watching something that I, I feel isn't right, I, I have no more, everything's boiling inside of me, and I understand, okay, this is, this is, it could be a documentary on something, and then when you see, when it starts shifting all the way to the other side, is it worth your time? If Jesus Christ came right now, if you died in this instant, you're going to come in there watching a movie? So take these things to heart. Like I said, it's not, not anything personal, but it's just a call to be informative about this this. Um, celebration that this world does and, and again think about it too if the devil's showing his face this month in October what about the rest of the year that he's not showing his face in and that we don't see creeping in but it's the same stage 
It's the same month of Halloween where evil spirits are all over and trying to come into our minds. So let's, let's stand up and pray uh, so that God would, would speak to all of us. Like I said, it's not, it's not an easy thing to do. I, it took me so long to, to battle through it and say, God, okay, I'm not just going to say I don't celebrate Halloween, but to take that opportunity and share the gospel with them, right? Tell them what Jesus has done for you. Say that, hey, I used, to, I used to listen to all these different things myself, this rap music. Yeah, it was cool in this, but I understand the repercussions. I understand how it can blind me, how it can make my heart cold and not for, for, for Christ anymore. Lord, we just pray. We just come to you, Lord. We thank you for...